0: Damn right. Hope everybody's having a good Thursday. It ain't just any Thursday. We only get two of these every calendar year. It is Bracket Thursday. It's NCAA Tournament Thursday. It's Do You Have the Perfect Bracket Picked Out and Are You Going to Be a Millionaire in a Couple Weeks? Thursday. And we are ready. And the games are underway. We'll keep you updated. We'll talk about Texas and Colgate. We got the right call segment for you with Zay coming up at 1230 to break it all down. Longhorns and Raiders tonight, or this evening, we should say. We got guests coming up. Brandon Lang's going to be on the show before it's all said and done. Here we go. Chad and Zay on this Thursday. I'm Chad Hastings, joined once again by a man who thinks he has a perfect bracket. We will see. Isaiah Collier. What's up, Zay? Yo,
1: yo, yo. I do not think I have the perfect bracket. I might get last. <laughs> in every bracket I'm in, from my family to the horn brackets, uh, uh-huh. to every other which one I've done. <laughs> you just never know this time of the year. It feels good to be here. It's been a very long season. Maryland and West Virginia are battling.
0: Uh-huh. We're getting what
1: we thought we'd get already. Yeah. That one. yeah. We Typical got- eight nine, huh? Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, the eight-nine games can always be great. I think there is a it's no it's it's, it's no uh, mystery why they usually tip one of those first. They let an 8-9 get us all started. We thought it could be crazy, and so far, West Virginia and Maryland, two minutes to go first half, deadlocked at 28. It's been back and forth, though. West Virginia threw like a 14-0 run on them at one point. Looked like they were going to run. Maryland calms it down, called a timeout. They get a little run going, and now it is 28-all with two minutes to go in the first half. Uh, If you liked that Furman over Virginia upset, Virginia is up 7 right now. They are 10 minutes to go first half. 17-10, Virginia. Those are the two games that are underway right now. Uh, So we will get to a lot of tournament talk. We're going to go through, in fact, our bracket choices. If you go to hornfm.com, you can enter our bracket contests. Before we give you our picks, just a couple little NFL notes. We left yesterday with the Cowboys releasing Ezekiel Elliott. Bye, Zeke. It's official now. I'm still getting over it, but it's okay. I can deal with it. We're going, we, we've are we now left the, uh, you know, the, the not not belly shirt, but the, uh, I'll call, is that what you call that? What do you call the shirt that you used to wear? Trop top. top. The crop top.
1: That's crop top. The crop yeah. top
0: era is over. Uh, I wish Zeke and his abs all the best. What abs? That was moving forward. gut.
1: Yeah, well. It's kinda, he can move. Yeah, he... That's what made him special. He could
0: move. He could move. And seven years in, now he will try to find another team... So the other moves, though, I think the Cowboys are making that's worth talking about. They're reworking contracts. Demarcus Lawrence gets a rework deal, and Tyron Smith gets a rework deal for at least another year. Uh, So, Zay, I think Cowboys fans should be at least excited about the guys they're bringing back and the fact that they're not going to let Jerry just lean on an eighth year and beyond with Ezekiel Elliott. I think that's all good news.
1: They've made all the right moves thus far in the offseason. Getting Stephon Gilmore was big. Keeping Wilson, that's big, too. Mm-hmm. You already kept Dan Quinn. You got rid of the offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. Kellen Moore. Keep now, Van You Esch. Keep Van Der Esch for yeah. a couple more years, which that's, I think that's all he's got. We yes. know he's injury-prone, yeah. 11 mil. That ain't nothing for Jerry. So throw him that. Dak Prescott took a little bit of a cut. Zach Martin took a little bit of a cut. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the mindset of, Win now. Yep. And that's what you need. Because they, in their mind, they got close. And now, Chad, we've talked about this team with all Trayvon Diggs and Michael Parsons be doing on Twitter, wilding, saying stuff they shouldn't be saying. Mm-hmm. Now they are closer than what they were a couple of months ago when they were losing in San Fran and Dak Prescott was throwing two interceptions. They're They're a lot closer hmm. than they were right after that day when we came in on Monday. And that's all you could ask for. Now we got to see what happens in the draft. Are they going to look at a tight end because they're going to let Dalton Schultz walk? Or are they going to look at another running back since they just let Zeke walk?
0: You got to come out of this draft with a running back. I've said that before and the Cowboys didn't listen, but, to me, if they don't come out of this draft with a running back, what are they doing?
1: Yeah, it's just where you take them and who you take.
0: Yeah, what what's looking at? What are you looking at at twenty six? I like this running back group, by the way. Bijan Robinson is clearly the class of that group. But Zay, we haven't talked about him a lot. I dig the Bama kid.
1: Oh, Gibbs. Oh my God. Yeah, I think he, he's so nice. I
0: think that guy is made to be a workhorse NFL running back. The kid from Tulane is interesting to me. Right. And there's a couple more I think that will be impactful guys. So you can get some running back throughout this draft, but the Cowboys continue to make interesting moves that I think a lot of people uh, are going to be into. Uh, Let us know what you think, Cowboys yo, fans, getting, as you deal with it.
1: You know who would be a good pick late? Oh, boy, from Minnesota. Is it Ingram or Ibrahim? What's his name? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, he's had a couple of injuries. Ibrahim. Ibrahim. Yeah. I you, think he'll be good, too. If you could get him late, that'd be a steal. I don't know where he's projected to go, third, fourth round, but – The career that he had, the injuries he overcame, I'm not saying he's a Frank Gore type, Mm -hmm. but the numbers he put up in college Mm. in the Big Ten with those knee injuries that he had, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Frank Gore.
0: I know Bucky Godbolt really digs Ibrahim. I've heard him talk about him on the morning show and uh, that that's an interesting name right there. Uh, to to maybe maybe think about get your uh, get your thoughts to us at the Specs text line 337-3776. By the way, halftime, Maryland edges ahead 32 to 30 on West Virginia, Virginia. Nineteen seventeen over Furman. That one's close now with seven minutes to go in the half. So you have West Virginia and Virginia both playing right now. So we'll keep our eye on Kevin
1: Willard, Maryland coach, he looked real happy in that halftime interview.
0: Real happy. I'd be happy too. Like, yo, how are we here? Huggy Bear threw a 14-0 run on me and I'm up. How's that happening?
1: Yo, Huggy Bear, we know he's a Hall of Fame coach. We know he's great, X's and O's. I think a lot of the stuff that makes him great is what we don't see like behind the scenes, practice, et cetera, mm-hmm. you know, film, just attention to detail stuff. Right. But when he's on that sideline, talk about a guy that looks like he don't give a damn. Yeah. Like he just has this, oh. He's, like,
0: yeah, resting bored face. Yeah. He always looks uninterested. You're right. He he has this this apathy about his face. I don't believe I don't think that's it, but you're right. It looks that way. I'm I'm assuming you get used to that as a player.
1: I mean, at the end of the day, when you're that age, like we know that Bill Self can't play tonight, but you know I probably can't go as crazy and yell and scream like I once did because my blood pressure can't get too high. Like, I I have to be at a certain level. Like, I love the game, and not everybody goes about it like rah-rah and get in your face. But, yeah, Huggy Bear, he has those moments, which he's a tough, hard-nosed coach. I'm not saying that. It's just when he's on that sideline sometimes, (laughs) they show him, and it's like, bruh. They on like a 15-0 run right now on y'all. You got to say something. Yeah, come on. React. Do something. Do something, like Enthusiastic something. This is the tournament.
0: We'll see what happens in the second half with with West Virginia. Uh, And, again, we'll break down uh, more of Texas and Colgate, the right call segment coming up at 1230 with Zay. All right, Zay, you got your bracket all filled out? It's all filled the, out, Chad. For the Horn Contest, we want to go through this and let the folks know what we did. Remember, you can, if you went to hornfm.com, things had to be in by 12 o'clock, or excuse me, by 11 o'clock this morning, so if you got entered, we uh, we wish you all the luck in the world. It's powered by Allstat. You get a chance at that AV Consultations TV if you are a winner. Uh, you want to start upper left with this Bama region and go from there? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so um, I've got Bama... I got Bama going all the way through. Do you have Bama losing at some point?
1: I got them going all the way to the Final Four. Okay, me too. In the South. Yep. Uh I've got West Virginia winning this game. So do I. Come on, Huggy. Say I know. we in the locker room. We're breaking it down. We're watching the film. What can we do better? Trey Mitchell, give us something. Come on, Trey. If you have any Texas pride left,
0: give us something. Come on, we need you. We need you. Uh I went with San Diego State and I
1: did pick the Furman upset. Ooh, man. What'd you do? I went San Diego State. I did not pick Furman. So you went Virginia? That's not my 13-4. I went Virginia just because I do love me some Tony Bennett. All right, fair enough.
0: And then you have Alabama beating Virginia? Or you have Alabama beating San Diego State? Alabama
1: beating San Diego State.
0: Yep, I have that as well. So we both end up with the same 1-5 there. Uh, Did you go with the Creighton thing? Yes, I did. A lot of people like that, Creighton. I went Creighton, and because I am petty, I went UC Santa Barbara. Oh, wow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is super petty. I dig it. I I, I dig it. You know, I got to go with Baylor, at least for this game. I could definitely see UC Santa Barbara winning. Because Baylor has not looked good uh-huh. since Keontae George has came back. Yeah, there's from a that little ankle injury. There's a little basketball with my petty. Yeah, but it's mainly it's, petty. Yeah, 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 they have not looked good, yeah. and hopefully, Jonathan Cha Cha Chachuah steps Ooh, yeah. up and comes to play. Flo Thamba, you know, they need those big guys. I think sometimes those big guys, those guards for Scott Drew, they have so much responsibility, the bigs. They just, you know, nobody really worries about them. But Bridges, he's been playing well. He had a really good game in the Big 12 tournament, mm-hmm. just nobody else did in that game against Iowa State. So I could see him losing that game, but I, I like Baylor.
0: Again, best of luck in our Horn Bracket if you're in, hornfm.com. You can follow along, follow the standings, and see how you do uh, in, you know, comparison to our picks and the other guys at the Horn and all the other listeners out there. All right, Zay, I went with Missouri winning the 7-10 and Princeton beating Arizona. I went crazy.
1: Damn! I went crazy. Oh, wow. It just it hit me. I thought, you know what? Let's go backdoor cut. Yo, I'm petty on Courtney Ramey too, but, <laughs> I yo, Balo, the big man, African brother for Arizona, and Tubelas, both of those dudes, they might be the best one-two big men in the nation. Now, I know Zach Eadie's the best big man on Purdue, right? but both of those guys t- together, Balo and Tubelis, they're really good. For Zona. For, for zona, Arizona, yeah. The guards, that's what I'm nervous about. Because uh, okay. we all know, we've watched Courtney Ramey for four years. We've seen his good, and we've seen his bad. Mm-hmm. And when it gets bad, <laughs> it gets bad. <laughs> and they got another dude like Kreza, Kerr, which that story's Amazing to me, Chad. You heard about Kerr. He wears it on the back of his jersey, but his first name is Kerr because his dad was a huge Chicago Bulls fan and named him after Steve Kerr. And then his son ended up going to the same alma mater as Steve Kerr, Arizona. And Steve Kerr let him rock the number 25. Oh, nice. Which is crazy. Oh, had they retired his number? I feel like they should, but maybe oh, not. Really? Maybe Steve wasn't that good. Maybe he just sign a signed off on it. Yeah, yeah. like those late eighties, early nineties teams. Lou Dolson, they were good. Sean Elliott, they had some guys. But I, maybe it's not retired. But still, he probably was like, you know, I'm paying homage since I have Curb. But what I'm saying, when he's bad, he's bad too.
0: Okay. So So the ball handling for Arizona could get weird.
1: It could get weird. But if they throw it to those bigs and let them work out, I think they could go deep. That other one you just said. um, A little crazy. You did go a little crazy.
0: Okay, I went with Missouri over Utah State. That's not not not, bad.
1: Yeah, that's not crazy. Now, that's my 10-7 upset.
0: Okay, you went with Utah State. I went
1: with Utah State. They have one of the best shooters in the nation. They also have this like six, eight Australian cat, which I love these Australian dudes from Josh Giddy and you know, even Ben Simmons. Say what you want about him. Ben Simmons is a four-time all-star. Like he he could play. It's just mm. he's had some issues, you know, in Philly mentally. We know that. But still, these Australian cats, they could hoop. And they got one that's really good. They got five guys in double figures. So I like them over Mizzou. Uh, but after that. Yeah, I got, man, you got Zona first. Man. I got Zona Elite
0: Eight. Oh, okay, so you got Arizona going by Creighton and Bama beating Arizona. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I have Creighton against Missouri and then Bama Creighton. So I got Bama over Creighton to go to the Final Four. Um, I like
1: Creighton. They have one of the best starting lineups in the nation. We talked about it, but, God, that bitch is sorry. Yeah. That is a tough bench. Like They got Mike Miller's son coming off the bench, and he ain't no Mike Miller.
0: Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Mike Miller, is he Mike <laughs> Miller Jr.? No, nah, he ain't no junior. No junior? I wish he was. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Yeah, and by the way, a little later today, about 145, the first of America's teams tip off, and that would be the team playing Alabama. A&M Corpus Christi is America's team number 1, and I've got Bama taking out Creighton uh, to go to the Final Four. All right, we'll jump around a little bit here, Zay. Let's get rid of the suspense in the Midwest region. Let's just do this. Did you pick Texas to play Texas A&M? Yes, I did. Did you pick Texas to win the game? Yes, I did. Okay. I did, too. Yeah. I did, too. Uh, I considered the game very seriously. I considered going just straight-up fanboy and picking my team, but I decided to do what I usually do, which is what do I think will happen, who's the better overall team, and since I can't be guaranteed how many free throws A&M will be shooting in the game,
1: I'm going to pick Texas. Yeah, that's if the you thing. Could- A&M, they, they want to shoot a lot of free throws. And like you said, how they've played all year and how they've won games and beat teams like Alabama is playing ugly. Right. And slowing the game down, limiting possessions for the team, which they got to do that tonight. Like Jalen Pickett from Penn State, yo. I know. Nice with it. I know. 18 points, 7 assists, 7 boards, triple-double threat every night. So he could light it up. Yep. And in the tournament – We've all seen Carmelo Anthony and Kimba Walker, Shabazz Napier. There's certain guys could take over the thing. I'm not saying Jalen Pickett could do that for Penn State. They need more guys than him, and they don't have those guys like Kimba and Carmelo Anthony had. But he is one of the better players in the nation, one of the best players in this tournament if they lose I know a big reason is probably because Jalen Pickett lit up the Aggies tonight. I, I
0: was going to say, if Pickett doesn't have a great game, they're not beating him. They're not beating him. Right. No. They're, they're going to definitely need him. Uh, all right. So we both have that one. Do you have Texas advancing to the Sweet 16 at least? Yes, I do. Well, you do because that would be them beating A&M, obviously. Yes, yes. Sorry. Do you have them advancing to Houston in the Final Four? I do. And I do, too. But I don't have them beating Houston. Ooh. Who do you have them beating to get to the Final Four? Houston? I got to be in Houston. No, I got to be in Indiana. Indiana. I gotta be in Indiana. Interesting. Yep, that's okay. Right. I've got them beating Miami to get wow. to the final 4 and Houston fans, you better hope I'm wrong. I got Houston losing to Iowa in an 8-1. Ooh. Yeah, how
1: about that? Little yes. Hawkeye, little smack from the Big 10. <laughs> I like Murray. I really do. The twin brother of uh, old boy from Sacramento. I like him a lot. He could hoop, but I actually have Auburn winning that game. Okay, and a big reason why is because when I went and watched that Auburn Colgate game, I was like, "Oh, they beat the brakes on Colgate." They look good. And I, yeah, yeah. I like them in this game. Uh, I like the SEC just a little bit better than the Big Ten as a whole. Not much. They're basically even to me. Big Twelve being the best conference in the nation, and it's basically two A, two B with Big Ten and SEC, but I, I, I do like Auburn in this game. I really, this 8-9, is just a coin flip.
0: Yeah, it really is. I'll be rooting for Auburn in that game, too, and, and that'll be a wild game. Let me get this right. If, if Auburn wins and Houston wins, that would be Kelvin Sampson coaching against Bruce Pearl? Do
1: I have that right? Yeah, a couple of guys that have done some stuff. You know, a couple of guys I got a little bit of luggage, you know, just hey, a little bit. Hey, fellas, let's check our phones in before the game tips <laughs> off, please.
0: Can you check your phones? Thank you. Right over there. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Hey, say uh, what you want. Them dudes can coach. Okay, they can. They can Absolutely, coach. they can. Uh, all right, so we both had the Texas-Texas A&M matchup. I had Iowa State and Xavier in the the matchup. Okay, What'd so they're
1: always – they're most likely was well, not always, but a lot of the time, the 11 seeds coming in from the first four, one of the teams advances. Yes, and I was going back and forth. Oh, from like- Arizona State, which looked really good last night. They I guess did against Nevada. Like my dude Will Baker, he played his butt off. He did Westlake alum, former but, Texas, yeah. but I, ooh, yo, they spanked them and. I was just trying to figure out, Chad, which one do I take? I like the way Pitt look. I do not like the way Iowa State's been looking like this last later half of the year. They've lost a lot of games back to back, remember? Dirty ass Caleb Grill, he ain't there no more. Right, right. He's they off the team and he was a big part of that squad, just his ability to stretch the floor. Now TJ, uh coach TJ has to space out the floor a little bit more or use those bigs. I mean, and that's not as spaced. Excuse me. It's not as spaced okay. as it once was when they had Caleb Grill. So, oh, man, I ended up picking – excuse me. I ended up picking Pitt. You took Pitt? Yeah. Okay. I ended up picking Pitt. You got Pitt Xavier then. Right. In
0: that second round. All right, and I've got Xavier advancing over Iowa State to play Texas. So do you have Xavier Texas? Or do yes. you go – You didn't go pit to win twice? No, I couldn't do that. No shock of smart run for pit. No, no shock of
1: smart run. I do like Xavier. They got a couple of bigs that can really do some damage, multiple guys that are over double digits. I think they got at least four over double digits. So if they get to the Horns, that's going to be a tough one because we know the Horns, what they struggle with is offensive rebounding Uh, the other team giving up offensive rebounds to the other team Mm -hmm. that's how they've lost these last three games against Texas Tech, TCU and then uh, Baylor so Xavier, they could hurt them that way but I like the horns Okay.
0: and then you said you had Indiana advancing through so you have Indiana playing, is it Miami in the second round? You have Miami, yes. Or you go with Drake,
1: Indiana, Miami, Indiana, Miami. Yeah, you I was talking to Coach yesterday. You saw how he was talking about that Miami Drake game. He like
0: Miami. He like Miami. Yeah, that's kind of why I was leading Miami too. Scott Spinelli, the former coach, said he liked the Miami thing, so I'll uh, I'll trust his knowledge there. All right. So then, uh, so we both and. All right, so we both have the same Final Four teams on the top, Bama and Texas. That's right. How about that? We have had uh, a listener text in today, A&M over Bama in the championship game with an LOL to follow. And this (laughs) one just says A&M Corpus Christi over Bama, LOL. Maybe that's what they meant. Maybe they didn't mean A&M over Bama. They just meant A&M Corpus Christi over Bama.
1: If A&M beat Bama, you think... Jimbo would text Nick and be like, got your ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like he drive to his house. <laughs> He'd drive to his house and throw something at it.
1: nick be like, what the hell? does that have anything to do with us. And jimbo be like, yes, it does. Knowing those guys. Yeah. right,
0: we'll go over the bottom half of the bracket. That's the top side, south and midwest, uh, and our picks there. Go to hornfm.com. Follow along on the picks. We hope you got everything put in by 11 o'clock today. We'll let you know what we're doing. You can uh, look at your picks as it goes along. It'll keep score for you. It's a really cool uh, system there, and you can see how you're doing. You can go to standings. and. And see where you rank, and then see how you rank against you know the horn guys and stuff. So, Zay and I both have our brackets in there. Now, Zay, did you give yours a fancy, clever name that's hard to find, or did no, you stay pretty basic?
1: Basic, so okay. y'all could find me.
0: Mine says Chad Hastings picks. I went really crazy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Not as crazy as Princeton. Wow, that's right. That is right. You're going to feel really silly when Princeton and UC Santa Barbara win. And I look so smart.
1: Like, this is basketball, Chad. This isn't Jeopardy. Ah. Now, if this was Jeopardy and you picked Princeton, I'd be like, man, Chad's got oh, something there.
0: damn it. You're right. You got something. I mixed up the science bowl bracket. I'm so sorry. That gummit. I totally mixed that up. All right, we'll get you the bottom half of the bracket coming up. Also, Zay's got the right call segment for you. Texas and Colgate, what do the Longhorns need to do to make sure Colgate doesn't do to them what Colgate did to Syracuse earlier in the year? We know one thing Texas doesn't need to do. We've gone over that. Zay will give you the rest coming up. Stay with us. It's the Horn. Stand in the place where you live. Chad and say. Never really thought of it before, but it's kind of a Rodney Terry song. He likes to do the be where your feet are thing. This is standing. Right. This is stand in the place where you are. REM from back in the day. Nice. Look at you. E. A lot of REM in the house growing no. up. No. Zero. Yeah. REM out of Athens, Georgia, of course, part of that alt rock movement back in the day. Michael Stipe and the crew get us started today. And they have started the first two tournament games. Both are close. One of them just coming out of the half. One of them just headed to the half. And both of them involve the word Virginia. West Virginia is uh, in a tight one. 32-31 Maryland. A free throw is about to tie it up. If it goes, it did not. Come on, Trey Mitchell. Come on. 32-31. Just getting started second half. And then Virginia is up 32-27. They've gone to the half. Furman is keeping that thing close. It, this is There's a lot of reasons why people might pick that Furman upset. And one of the big ones, eh, is Virginia's style. Virginia's not running from many teams in a tournament. They're going to play a long, drawn-out version of it. That's the way Tony Bennett likes it, but it's one of those that it's going to keep a game close.
1: Yeah, because it limits their possessions because right. they're not getting many shots up. They're walking it up the court. You know, they're playing very sound defense. Once they get that rebound off the uh, glass defensively, they're not pushing it. They're not, you know, they'll throw it up the court every now and then. But, yeah, they're not out there running and gunning like UNLV back in the early 90s. That's just not what's going (laughs) on for Tony Bennett. (laughs) Even the year he won it, they're playing that slow-paced type of game. So, yeah, I'm, hey, I looked at that matchup long and hard. Very long. I mm-hmm. said, yes, I can't do it, but a big part of me
0: wanted to. Yep. You got to just push through that and take Furman and Princeton. That's what I did. <laughs> That's what I did in my bracket. Look out. We gave you the top half of our brackets. We'll get to the bottom half at some point during the show. But right now, we are going to get you the right call segment. Texas and Colgate coming up. And all season long as we lead into a Texas game, Zay's been giving you the full breakdown with the right call.
1: Here we go, Zay. Tournament time. Yeah, I pray this isn't the last right call segment we have of the season. (laughs) I really do. Please don't let this be the last one. Mm. But the right call segment brought to you by Syntex Tickets. A hey, Shelby, get them to me, get them to me quick. Go to SyntexTickets.com for your concert, theater, stand-up, and sports tickets. Go to SyntexTickets.com and... Yeah, the day's finally here. It seemed like it's been the longest five days since Saturday when the Horns were cutting down the nets in Kansas City at the Big Twelve Championship. And now you got the first game as a number two seed, the number two overall seed, number fifth seed in the AP poll, which you know, say what you want. Did they get hoes? Okay, yeah, cool. So use that as fuel, Chad. Use that as fuel. They Mm -hmm. disrespected us, they put us in the same bracket as A and M because they don't respect us. They don't think uh, of us as a big-time basketball powerhouse. Not many people thought we were going to do much once Chris Beard left the team. Now a lot of people are picking us to win the national championship. So, you know, you got to balance that. you got to balance being cocky and confident and a little arrogant and having that swagger, but also knowing that Colgate, they could get you. And being the best three-point shooting team in the nation, even though they were in the Patriot League, They can knock down shots. We saw against Syracuse. I know they played that 2-3 dated-ass zone. But still, going up there to the carrier dome and lighting them up the way they did, that's very impressive. And then going through the Patriot League like they did this season is also impressive. So this ain't no warm-up game. This is the first-round game. A lot of people think that, oh, this is going to be a warm-up for the Aggies or the Nifty Lions. No. This is the first game of the tournament. Mm -hmm. We've seen two seeds lose a lot. I know it's not common, but we've seen it. We saw it last year with John Calipari and his Kentucky team with the Peacocks, and it could happen to you if you look too far ahead. So tonight, I just want them to get out early. I don't want them to mess around with Colgate. I need the guards to have some serious pressure on the ball. This is that full-court pressure type of game, Chad. This is that full-court, you know, once they get the ball out of bounds and Tucker Richardson's hands, we're right in them. Tyrese Hunter, Marcus Carr, whoever, 94 feet. Zigzag drill. We're making them work the whole entire game. <laughs>
0: zigzag. Zig-zag drill. zigzag drill. Yeah, we call it
1: throwback. <laughs> We're making it. them work the whole entire game because they're not used to that. They're not used to that type of intensity. They didn't play anybody in the Big 12 this year. They have no idea what it's about. So yeah, Tucker Richardson's a great player in the Patriot League, player of the year slash defensive player of the year. He could hoop, had a triple-double on their last game. We're going to make it tough for him tonight. Do they have other guys? Yes. Ryan Moffitt, he could shoot it. At 6'7", he could do a lot of things, even though in their starting lineup, he's their last you know, leading scorer at 10 a game. But that's
0: uh, a big guy you got to worry about. That's a guy out, you got
1: to worry about. Outside, yeah, shooter, yeah. Absolutely. But down low, when you go to that big lineup with a Christian Bishop or Dylan DeSue, he's going to have to guard one of them, and that should be lunch meat. That should be all day, just like we saw in the Big 12 tournament where Christian Bishop, Dylan DeSue were working out in the post, getting offensive rebounds. If I'm this coaching staff, I'm making a point of emphasis on offensive rebounding because you're bigger, you're more athletic, you're stronger. So you should just overpower these guys. You know, they do have skill, they can shoot, but at the end of the day, they should not be able to play with you, and you got to let them know early. You don't want to, the first four minutes, that, you know, 16-minute timeout, that's going to be critical because that's going to let them know on the Colgate side if we can hang with these guys or not. You know, you know, that first four minutes, I know they're not going to give up. They're probably, they're going to play hard for Langle's team. You know, he he's a good coach, mm-hmm. but... Still, they know if you jump on them early and force a timeout, then you got them. You got them. And just play with that enthusiasm that you played in with the Big 12 tournament. And, you know, if you're Coach Terry and his coaching staff, you're going to Timmy Allen early. You're going to him early. I thought Coach Terry and the staff did a really good job when Tyrese Hunter was in the slump that he was in they would go to him first play of the game offensively. Once Dylan Mitchell got that tip and it went possession horns, they would come in the game and they would run some type of play for Tyrese Hunter where they would maybe ISO him on one side and try to get him to the hoop. It didn't always count in the bucket. I think none of them did, to be honest, but they did it a couple of times to show Tyrese Hunter, hey, we still believe in you. We still know that you're a huge part of this team. We still know that in order for us to get to where we need to go, we're going to need you. Same with Timmy Allen. And Timmy Allen, you know, he's a guy, he has such good energy, he's such a positive player, he's such a good teammate. You don't have to worry about him kind of getting in his feelings on what we saw in Kansas City, Mm -hmm. which was, in a way, they thrived without you. They did. They beat a lot of really good teams without you. And I know they're still better with you, but – for certain guys, that could hurt their psyche. I don't think Timmy Allen's one of those guys, but if you're Coach Terry and the staff, you want to go to him just so you know everybody has his back and they believe in him. So go to Timmy Allen early, let him go at Moffitt, and even if it's an iso play, make sure there's movement on that other side so guys just can't help easily. easily. But, yeah, I, I think the Horn should take care of business tonight, and I'm really excited.
0: About 6.25 on that tip time, and again, an extended pregame for you at 5.30, and uh, the watch party is out at Twin Peaks Round Rock. Uh, I'm going to be heading out there checking out the Texas game and I do have my Lone Star Showdown shirt on today, Oh, because I'm going to be checking out that A&M game after that, if y'all want to hang out, and uh, we'll see if the Longhorns end up matching up with the Aggies or with Penn State. Uh, but back to that game again with Colgate, the uh, the good shooters we mentioned, Moffitt, 46% from beyond the arc, Lynch Daniels is 50%, we talked about him yesterday, from 50% from beyond the arc, and he's... Put up 153 of them. He's a good shooter. They can't let him get going. And they also have a couple guys off the bench that shoot the ball pretty well. But, Zay, in the end, Tucker Richardson, you mentioned him. He's going to be such a key factor. And the Longhorns have been playing such great defense lately. We, We talk about it. They take the guy. They've been taking either the guy out or sometimes it's a couple guys that they're taking out. For you, it's Tucker Richardson. If there's one guy they have to make sure they're keeping under control Tucker Richardson is that guy? Yeah, absolutely. If anybody else is going to have a crazy game, it just can't be Richardson.
1: No. I mean, a big part of his game is creating for everybody else because he's such a good passer, averaging around seven assists a game. He, I mean, eight or six assists a game, excuse me. He's such a good passer. The ball's in his hands so much, and they're such good shooters he could create for himself and everybody else. You know, a guy that we haven't talked about much, Chad, that I think could have a decent game for them just because he's their most athletic player, Braden Smith, number mm. two. He could have a good game. And the freshman, he might be right? Yeah, the freshman yeah. from Seattle. He might be their X factor because he's tough. He's a tough guy. He'll get to the lane, he'll throw up some scoop shots and different floaters, and he can also hit that three from the outside shooting 38%. So I uh, he's a guy which... If he's paired up against somebody like Marcus Carr, that's Marcus Carr all day. Or Sergio Barry Rice, like none of the guards. Mm-hmm. Even Arterio Morris, like he doesn't have that type of athleticism. But for their team, he's their most athletic, quickest player. And he can do some things with it also. It's just a matter of, you know, how much attention you put on Richardson and what do you allow – Dan Smith to get away with? What are you good with him getting away with? Because at the end of the day, you want Richardson. you got to take his game out. you got to take him out the game.
0: Yeah, this is certainly not a great defensive team, and we talked about it yesterday. When they went to Auburn and got whipped, they didn't shoot the ball badly. They just let Auburn do whatever they want. And Texas has to be able to score and score a lot. We can't see the 6, the 8, the 10-minute, droughts. Right. Not tonight. It it can't happen because Colgate's not that good defensively.
1: No, they're not and it's big time is because of their bigs. You know, records Keegan Records who starts and then they come off the bench with a 6'11 Jeff Woodward. Both of those guys are very slow-footed and they do not want to come out and guard those guards coming off the pick and roll so when Marcus Carr, Terrio Morris, you know, Serge Barry Rice, and Tyrese Hunter, when they come off those screens, most likely they're going to be the bigs are going to be in drop coverage. They're just going to stay in the lane or be close. If they come up, then you're just going to be able to blow past them and get to the cup. Right. Or guys are going to have to help when you blow past them and now lead to outside shots, wide open outside shots, and you got to knock them down. So really we're going to see what Langle's going to do when the pick his poison because you're going to give up something. Texas is just too good offensively to not, and you don't have the Jimmys and the Joes to keep up with that. So you just got to pray and hope that they're missing shots on the outside and that – Colgate's making shots, and if that could happen, then it'll be a game. But it shouldn't. If Texas plays yeah. the way that they are capable of playing, you see how you know motivated they are. They're playing for Coach Terry. Understand this is the last hoorah. Understand everybody talked about you know oh y'all ain't nothing without beard. Y'all can't do what y'all were. Go- what everybody thought y'all was gonna do without that guy that's now at Ole Miss. So they got a lot of bulletin board material, which I love. One thing I don't like, Chad, all the attention they're getting from CBS, March Madness cameras following them around and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And again, everybody and they mama, national media, all these big time analysts picking them to go to the final four and stuff. That's not that's I don't like that. I don't don't like that that much. But, hey, it's because you're a good team and. You know, relish that.
0: Got to try to live up to that number two seed, and uh, we'll see if the Longhorns can do it. 625 on that tip tonight. That's the right call segment brought to you by Syntext Tickets. Remember, go to hornfm.com if you want to register for those final four tickets. Syntext Tickets, sending a lucky winner and a friend to the women's games and a lucky winner and a friend to the men's games. So go check that out. And like Zay tells you, anything else, concerts, games, events, whatever you need. Syntex uh, has those tickets for you.
1: That's right. They got it all. com. Yeah. Does does
0: Shelby give out his number to everybody or just bug? No, just bug. Oh, just bug. I I, I
1: don't even got it. I got to go through bug. Bug's like in the middle, man. You don't even have Shelby's number yet? No. Okay. All
0: right. We got to find out how that works. What's up, Shelby? (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) Shout out to Syntex Tickets. Appreciate them being a great partner of ours. All right, uh, and like Zay said, hopefully that is not the last right call segment for the Longhorns this season. Up next, it is the Crap Bag. Get you an update on John Morant and Jalen Carter. Jeff Howe, Horns247.com. Coming up at 105. He is in Des Moines covering the Longhorns. We'll get his final four picks. We'll get you the rest of our brackets in the contest. A lot going on. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the games. How about West Virginia. They're just about to that first media timeout in the second half. Another game is now tipped off. We'll keep you up to date on everything. Stay with us. It's the horn. Chad and Zay. That is something right there. That's such a good falsetto. I thought it was a woman on the first two words. Then I realized, oh, no, wait. That's a guy, right? Um, Or not? Or was I right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a guy. That's a male falsetto, the, right? I don't know about all that, but it says it's a guy. Yeah. Man, it's good. Who is it? Aaron Frazier. No, okay. Recommended by... Dave in the cave
0: back to Aaron Fraser man we've uh, we've yeah been introduced to him and he's big time big time i'm hearing he is <clears throat> on the younger side of things, maybe in his twenties. Oh, to, damn! I still need to look Aaron up with this voice and this soul. Figure out exactly. I know it's there's an old school feel to it, yeah. but he says he's a younger guy. I need to look him up. Aaron Fraser and R E M gets us started today.
1: <laughs> Dave came in, said no words, just handed me a piece of paper with the numbers to punch <laughs> in on Wide Orbit.
0: Uh, it's and fantastic. Pull up the song. Did you know?
1: he, does he have a title on it? Learn on your everlasting love. Okay, there it is.
0: Yeah, that's big-time stuff. Uh, Aaron Fraser, maybe something you want to check out if you're looking for some new music. Uh, Jeff Howe, Horns247.com. He's covering the game for the Longhorns, or cover, excuse me, covering the game for Horns247.com in Iowa. We'll get his thoughts on Texas and Colgate. The... Uh, Fan bases that are all coming together. What a wild group getting together there in Des Moines. Longhorn fans, Aggie fans, Arkansas fans, and Kansas fans are all getting together at the same time uh, in uh, in Des Moines to see who advances in the tournament. That should be. Pretty interesting. So we'll get Jeff's thoughts on that coming up and see what his bracket looks like going in. We'll get you the bottom half of our bracket. Zay and I both have Bama and Texas going to the Final Four. We'll let you know who the other two Final Four teams we have are coming up. Real quick, let's get you a crap bag here, a couple of updates in the world of
1: sports. Chad's Crap Bag. Crap bag. If you need an easy way to remember it, just... Think of a bag of crap.
0: Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255 or go to avconsultations.com. First off, an update on Ja Morant. We told you about the suspension yesterday. Now he has done an interview with Jalen Rose, sat down and talked about things. Seems like he is taking full responsibility for everything that happened. He reiterated again it was not his gun, and I uh, did not know whose gun it was that he had you know was holding up in that video. So we
1: just picking up random guns now. I
0: guess. They didn't go into the details <laughs> there. But not wasn't his gun. He admitted to you know being irresponsible. And the word he kept using, Zay, that I'm interested in is we. He said, honestly, I feel like we put ourselves in that situation with our past mistakes. Jalen asked him about different family stuff, and you've talked about these other stories. It's not just about his dad either There was a story where his sister got insulted at a volleyball game, and Josh shows up. Ready to fight? Like, I have questions on all levels of that. And he's like, look, I'm just trying to watch out for my family. As soon as I find out they're okay, I leave the scene. That's where I would follow up with, wait, why are you even at the scene? Yeah. On the family side, why are you guys bringing him into it? And then, Ja, why are you responding and going? There was something with his mother out at a place, and she was having some issues. So hopefully when he says, we understand, and now we know what we can lose, like that's the part of it that you hope is really ringing true. And and now, finally, me having that time to realize everything, having that time alone, I realize that now. I feel like in the past, we didn't know what was at stake. Well, hopefully you do now.
1: So we's like the whole fam.
0: Right. It's like a group thing, and I hope what he means there is now, not just me, the inner circle gets it.
1: Yeah, so if your mama's wildin', your sister, and your pops all acting the fool off the court and relying on you and putting your future in jeopardy because of them, this is why Aaron Rodgers don't sound too crazy. (laughs) This is why for not talking to the yeah, family. People yeah, people are like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is such an a-hole. He's such a grady dick, all this and that. Um, if your family is willing to do stuff like this and you have the money to say, you know what? I love y'all, but this ain't it. Yeah, This ain't it, moms. Like, you're supposed to have my best interest. That's your role, especially now. With all the cameras on me, me and being a franchise player for a team that has a chance to win the West—I'm not saying win the East because I think the Eastern Conference team going to win it all—but win the West. Mm-hmm. We don't know where Andrew Wiggins is. He hasn't been on the Warriors in a month. We see the Nuggets—they don't look as good as they once did. Right. We don't know when LeBron getting back. West wide open. Yeah. So this makes a lot of sense. Now you know I was going off on Team Durant pops. Now, I could go off on moms and little sis. Yeah. Because it's it's a family affair. And when you have all that going on, like, John, you don't want to be a bad son. You don't want to be a bad big bro. Like, that's what right. that's your role as a big brother. Look out for little sis. Exactly. So, like, a normal big brother that's not John Moran, if he would have told me this, I'm like, oh, yeah, he holding it down. He's doing what he's supposed to do, take care of his little sister and see whatever happens. And she has something going on where she's in danger. I'm glad he went checked on her. But ja, you got bodyguards and people you could pay to do that.
0: Yeah, so it's just it's a I I can see both sides of that story. It's just something they're gonna need to figure out and hopefully they will. Uh, the other part of that report is Monday against the Mavs is not when he's coming back. Uh, they say that's, they're going to start ramping him up again in terms of getting him back in games. It's the NBA in 2023, so you know how it is, load management yeah, and all that. Uh-huh. But anyway, he will not be back on Monday. Hey,
1: he, who knows? He might have a Jalen Carter incident where he put on a couple of pounds.
0: He may He may have. He get getting
1: a little winded when yeah. he's going through cone drills.
0: Well, here's your update on Jalen Carter. He did... Did the nine pounds uh, overweight. We said that yesterday. He didn't even do the basics. He didn't do 40, invert, and any of that stuff. Broad jump. He just did drills and then cramped up and couldn't finish some of them. That's bad. But what could be good here is if you're a Texans fan, there's talk that he's still top 10 to a lot of people, but what if he slips two spots out of the top 10 and he's staring at you, Texans fans? What then? This is a guy that was projected to be the top pick in the draft, and he might be looking at you at twelve, and all you'd be thinking of is,
1: okay, got winded on the on the you know, couple of the drills. And I, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna added give him a little weight, but that dude is still a beast. He's still a beast for sure. And let's give him the bid for the doubt. You stress eating, sure, because that's a lot. Like to go through what he went through, you know, you're about to be a big time NFL player. You're a huge NFL prospect, and now. Shoot, you don't know if you going to jail or not. You right. don't know if it could get, like, you're young. You're in your 20s. People watch all these crime shows, you know, all the time where things go <laughs> right. south right. and, you know, you don't get the justice that you deserve. So who knows what was going through his mind. Clearly football wasn't it. And to turn around and go through all that legal stuff he had to go through and now having to work out and him just, you know, underperforming. I could see that.
0: Yeah, uh, so in ultimately today, the legal part of it was taken care of for Jalen Carter. He pled no contest to reckless driving and racing, 12 months probation, $1,000 fine, 80 hours of community service, and he has to take a defensive driving course. The other thing I think that's worthy, to, uh, worthy of note here is some of the details that have now come out are what we would have liked to hear about the story. Jalen Carter did absolutely know that those people wrecked. The report is he was headed back to the the scene of the wreck. He was going towards the scene of the wreck, and he told his passenger to dial 911. So his passenger is the one that dialed 911. He's going to the wreck. When emergency folks arrived and police and everything, they ultimately told him he could leave the scene. So he did. And then later, they said, would you mind coming back to answer questions or whatever? And obviously, they're you know, trying to deal with the two people that are, that are injured, trying to get them to the hospital, trying to save their lives. Ultimately, they were obviously not able to do that. But in the end, Jalen Carter did not do anything you know, that would lead you to believe you know, any other punishment was deserved. They don't believe he caused the crash. And most importantly, Zay, they did not detect any alcohol on him. The police have said if they thought he was drinking, if they had detected the alcohol, they'd have given him a DUI there. But they say he was not. So kind of like the John Morant story.
1: Yeah, somebody saying that there was and sober. It's just like man, that's. That's dark in itself, but I'm glad to hear that part of the story. He made a huge mistake that he's going to have to live with for the rest of his life, and you could tell it's been affecting him.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And yeah, and even though, obviously, we would all understand there's got to be a lot of uh, survivor's guilt that he is going through right now, even though he didn't cause the crash, even though he didn't do anything wrong, the idea that you're in a race. And the other – and two people, you're out there racing thinking you're just having a good time after celebrating a championship, and two people are dead. Yo. And you're always going to think to yourself, man, if we weren't messing around, if I hadn't done something, could I have changed it? Like, that's got to completely drive him crazy, which, again, could explain throwing on nine pounds. Yeah. Right? Throwing on nine pounds because you're freaking out. Right. So I get it. Like,
1: you're not worried about training – and working out like you do every single day to prep for the draft, to prep for the first team that takes you, like you're not doing that because you're dealing with all this legal stuff. You don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah, yeah, I – I can't knock him for getting the nine pounds and being a little bit winded. He's had a lot going on this last month.
0: He really has. We'll see what happens with Jalen Carter there. Texans fans uh, picking at 2 and 12. Maybe a name you'll want to pay attention to. Who knows? Alright, coming up, Jeff Howell, Horns247.com. He is in Des Moines covering the game. He'll be there for the game with Texas and Colgate tonight. We'll get his thoughts on that. Does he think Texas is playing AM in the second round or Penn State if they advance? We'll figure out all that. Plus, Plus at one 30 our flex segment, a flex transfer you're going to maybe want to keep an eye on around these parts. That's all coming up on the Horn.